Eliza, a podcast listener from the Philippines, writes in, Pastor John, thank you for your episode on praising others but not flattering them. That was episode number 719 in the archive. The flip side of flattery is where I find myself. In receiving encouragement, I immediately question motives and assume that people are praising me only in order to get something from me, which is flattery, as you described. So how do I receive praise from others without doubting their motives? Well, let's start with the biblical teaching that this kind of doubting or suspicion as a habit is unloving and therefore wrong. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 13, verse 7, Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. And the very least that Paul means when he says, love believes all things and hopes all things, the least that he means is that we should not be unduly suspicious about other people's motives. Love hopes for the best from people, not the worst. Love does to others what we would have done to us. And we don't like people to second-guess our motives. You don't like it when people impute to you motives that are not there. So you shouldn't do that to others either. She probably already knows this, but we needed to put Bible behind it. So what can we do? If we find ourselves feeling these sinful suspicions when someone compliments or praises us, and I, I think I can think of at least four simple things. One, this is a kind of anxiety, namely the anxiety that people's praise is not real praise, but manipulation. They don't really think we're as good as they just said we are. So Jesus' words about anxiety, I think in Matthew 6, 27, apply here. He says, and which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? In other words, Jesus really did think that it would make a difference if we remind ourselves that this anxious suspicion of others' motives does no good. It doesn't <laughs> exactly, help us. Yes. It doesn't add anything to our life. It only makes relationships harder and not better. Jesus thought that thinking that would help. So I think thinking it helps too. And I commend it. Don't do it because it's useless. Number two, search your own heart. Could it be that your suspicion of their ulterior motives of others is owing largely to the fact that you yourself are so prone to operate this way when you praise, and you are reading your own motives into theirs. So increase your own habit of praising others whenever there's real reason to praise them, um, just because you enjoy spilling over with admiration that you feel. And let thankfulness overflow to God when somebody does something good in your presence. Speak it out. And maybe the more you form the habit of praising others this way, the less you will automatically assume others would do anything differently for you. I'm really preaching to myself when I say that because I think most of the times when I'm reading 
um, negative things into people, it's because I've seen them in myself. And I suspect if I felt them, they are feeling them. That's where that came from. Number three, resolve that when someone praises you, you will return genuine thanks, but will not even think of some kind of payback that they could get from you. You won't give them any payback. And if they are after something, maybe your authentic gladness in receiving the praise minus any payback will dry up the ulterior motives because they're no, they don't work. Meanwhile, you get the pleasure of their praise without worrying about their motives. And the last thing would be to cover all of this with prayer. Uh, pray and ask God to fill you with love yes. and to take away the bent Amen. towards suspicion. Thank you, Pastor John, for answering this follow-up question. And we were talking earlier about APJ episode number 719, How Do I Praise Others But Avoid Flattery? You can check out that podcast in the archive at our online home at desiringgod.org forward slash John. Again, that was episode number 719. Well, who is Jesus? It's a perennial question, and there must be as many diverse answers to that question as there is about any other person who ever walked on planet Earth. We'll be looking at that question closer, and more importantly, we'll be looking at the answer tomorrow. I'm your host, Tony Ranke. Thanks for listening to the Ask Pastor John podcast with John Piper.